We'll start the show in just a minute, but first, a word from our premier brand sponsor, CasaGo, and co-sponsors, Guest Ranger and Good Neighbor Tech. CasaGo's founder, Steve Schwab, has been quoted as saying, you can only be a local in one place. This simple yet profound statement is the basis of CasaGo's franchise model, which allows locally owned vacation rental management companies the ability to compete at a national level by leveraging the systems, software, and support, the buying power of a much larger organization. As a CasaGo franchisee, you have the freedom to run your business with the support of a community of like-minded professionals while leveraging the economies of scale and buying power to increase profitability and reduce operating costs. Guest Ranger is the premier guest screening and chargeback protection solution. Leveraging AI, their tool effectively detects fraudulent activity, fake IDs, and underage guests, while also performing comprehensive dynamic background checks. With Guest Ranger, businesses can rest assured that their customers are safe and secure. Good Neighbor Tech allows you to manage your properties remotely and intelligently, protecting your owners and your guests. Their smart Wi-Fi locks allow you to provide temporary access to home and garage from anywhere and keep track of when guests and service providers are in the property. Good Neighbor Tech provides the ability for you to collect email addresses from all guests staying in a property, not just the one who booked the reservation. Every guest who connects to the internet will see your branded welcome page and be prompted to provide their email address in order to connect to the Wi-Fi. Visit casago.com forward slash franchise, guestranger.com, and goodneighbortech.com for more information. Welcome to Alex and Annie, the real women of vacation rentals. With more than 35 years combined industry experience, Alex Husner and Annie Holcomb have teamed up to connect the dots between inspiration and opportunity, seeking to find the one story, idea, strategy, or decision that led to their guests' big aha moment. Join them as they highlight the real stories behind the people and brands that have built vacation rentals into the $100 billion industry it is today. And now, it's time to get real and have some fun with your hosts, Alex and Annie. Welcome to Alex and Annie, the real women of vacation rentals. I'm Alex. And I'm Annie. And we are joined today by another Alex. We have Alex Shapiro, who is the CEO and co-founder of Can Monkey. Alex, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. It's an honor. I'm really glad that we got to connect and, and have this conversation. So one of you, we've had the opportunity to get to know you and have enjoyed every bit of it. We always laugh with you and, and have great conversation. But for those of people listening who don't know you and know about CanMonkey, why don't you give us a little bit about your background and how you guys got started? Absolutely. CanMonkey is a marketplace where we connect vacation rental host owners with our can runners, where we will provide a uh, service. We'll take the cans and curbs to the uh, curb, the trash and recycling cans to the curb day before pickup, and then return them the following day once they're emptied by the city. We build routes around the properties that we get, and the rest is history. So it's one of those things where you set it and forget it, especially when you're dealing with trash cans on a weekly basis. Yeah. And we got started by accident here in Scottsdale, Arizona. We're now in Tempe, Arizona, and been a fun ride the last four years is going into, over the short-term rental industry. That's where we really found our niche and where we really saw that there's a real need for it on a larger scale. And once we get into a market with the vacation rentals, we're able to help the the individual homeowners, the elderly, disabled people who we wouldn't be able to help essentially just one-offs. Um, yeah. But once we're able to build that route, we're able to build on top of that. Wow, that's great. So it's not just short-term rentals. You're working with residential areas as well. Okay. Yeah, so a lot of um, people think it's just short-term rentals and really we're a bootstrapping company. All this is just my business partner just did this. 
no real capital raised and really just took a lot of the money that we made from the company and put it right back into it. We built our own application. We're on the App Store, Google Play for our can runners. So our applications competing with Uber Eats, Grubhub, with gig economy drivers who are doing the routes. But for us to get started and to grow with no real marketing dollars, I know you guys said earlier, you guys like my posts, I'm the marketing guy. I do all the marketing. <laughs> all it's, we're, it's us. We're really all working five different positions. And where I work smarter, not harder, was how do I meet with one person and get 20 properties instead of reaching yeah. 100 people, maybe yeah. getting one property? And if I wanted to scale this and make a business and provide for my family and do all those things, I had to put some gasoline on it. So I saw with the short-term rental market, and especially being in Scottsdale, unbeknownst to us, it was the mecca of short-term yeah. rentals. Yeah, Crazy exploded. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought Costco was just in Arizona. Like some of these, I thought I tri- <laughs> Arizona. I no. thought some of these companies that were, you know, Vacasa, I thought it was just in Arizona. When I first started out, I didn't realize wow. that yeah. they were everywhere because I just wasn't in this business. Like you guys had been, I just stumbled yeah. into it. And then when I was looking to scale, oh, I wonder if they're all in Park City or I wonder if nice. they're all in this market. So then I start reaching out and building those strategic partnerships. And then now I'm getting in a new market where it maybe took me two years to get to 100 properties in Arizona, I'm getting into a new market with 100 properties right away. And they're just taking that thought process is now duplicating it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of the things Alex and I talk about on the show is there's generally when somebody comes up with a tech piece of technology or a business, there's an aha moment. There's that moment when you're like, this is what I should be doing. So what was it like? Because again, I think we've joked about it on LinkedIn, like trash isn't it's not sexy. It was yeah, not something like, that people you, are like, I need to work or... with trash. You know, yeah. what was it that you were like, okay, this is what I should be doing. And you went to your wife and said, this is what I'm going to be doing. It didn't work quite like that. So my background, <laughs> title and escrow, where I was working with investors, buying and selling real estate. Oh, and yeah. some of my clients were having some long-term rentals that they were converting to short-term rentals. And at this moment, when I had this conversation with my client converting short-term rentals or their long-term rentals into short-term rentals, I had already known about CanMonkey. So my business partner started CanMonkey. And for the first year, it was just going after homeowners in North Scottsdale, one little market. And it wasn't really working out that way. That way, just going after homeowners, taking a little bit longer. I think after the first year, they had like 24 signups. And he asked me if I wanted to invest in CanMonkey. And I laughed at it. I was like, I'm not, no, I'm not paying you to do that. Silly. And then my aha moment was when I had that meeting with my client who was converting his long-terms into short-term rentals, and he was saying he had issues with his trash cans. And that was like the first where I was like, whoa, here's someone with 20 properties. That sounds a little bit more my style because I was working with investors. I like to work with multiple properties instead of just one. So yeah, I know a company that can take care of that for you. And that's where I, I first merged the first client of mine to CanMonkey. And I wasn't even a part of CanMonkey. I was like, hey, here you go. Try this out. And then I slowly was like, you know what? Like, I can really build this for you. And I started just doing my work, just kind of free, but just helping him out because he had, it wasn't really going anywhere. And then I was like, no, I'm going to buy in, keep it going for the next three months, which is like how I bought in really. And then just put a lot of time into it. And that was beginning of 2019. Mm-hmm. And May of 2019, I went a little bit more involved. Uh, then 2020, the world shut down and I was out of job. Uh, and I was like, shit, like, I have this hustle that is getting some momentum. I think we were at like 200 or 300 properties at that time. And I just told my wife, look, going to do Cam Monkey for the rest of the year. We'll see how it happens. I got enough money saved for her bills, whatever. And she was always very encouraging. And I'm a delusionally optimistic person. So I think whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to be the best at. And so I was like, I'm the guy for this business. And, and that was it in a nutshell. I put it in the universe. I manifested it. 
And they reverse engineered what I needed to do from that moment till exactly right now. Wow. That's incredible. So I guess the main use case is if somebody has a rental property, they their guests are just not taking the trash out to the street to be picked up by the city. That's the main thing. And look, they are doing it, right? That's, it still helps them. But if you're yeah. a host or owner, like, how do you know it's getting done? Are you texting them? Right. Are you repeating them? Are you yeah. reminding every yeah. new person every single time you have a new guest? What's your SOP for that? That's not yeah. really how you do my business. If you're really trying to scale, maybe you can do it with one property, but yeah. now you have properties, now you have nine, now you have 12. Or how are you doing that? And yeah. then that's where we really come in and really look at it as, I want to be a business partner with you in your business. And all I want to handle in your business is just the trash. That's it. Mm-hmm. I want you to go get more properties. I want you to do a better job of whatever you're doing to get more properties. So when you do, you add me on the back end for more trash services. Yes. Yeah. I'm just a stakeholder in your business and I just manage the trash. And that's how I look at it. Yeah. And it's interesting because I'm trying to think of in, in this market, where that makes sense that in a lot of cases, if somebody checks out, there's still a lot of Saturday to Saturday business and you know, historical vacation destinations that we would tell our guests to bring trash outside when they leave. But if they didn't, the, that house is being turned that same day for the next mm-hmm. check-in. So the housekeeping would always do that. But I guess it's, is it more of, it's it sounds like it's more of an issue in like a Scottsdale market, maybe where they're not doing turns on that on that same day or the housekeepers don't go in or th- if they have a housekeeping team, are they just not normally partaking and in, in helping with this at all? But to your point right there, if the housekeeper is there on that particular day to take the cans to the curb. They don't do it. Yeah. Who's yeah. taking it back? Oh, true. Yeah. 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 Okay. But you're not you're actually right. going into a unit to get the trash, right? Like it's already in the can and you're just already. getting the can to the street and back, right? That's it. We're just literally okay. taking cans from be wherever they're at the house, whether they're in the garage, around yeah. the side of the house. We're instruction takers. You tell us exactly how you would tell your housekeeper or whoever where the cans are at, where they need to go. Once we do it, we take pictures or timestamps. And now with short-term rental regulations and different HOAs that are getting stricter, now we have timestamps to let you know that the cans are at, at a certain time. They're wow. back. We've had several clients already get fines from HOAs where we were able to reverse it because we had wow. more oh, uh, data. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Able to show them that the cans were actually back at this time. And so it's, and to your point, yeah, in Scottsdale, it was obviously a great market for us to get started. And there's, tra- and each market that we've gone to has different idiosyncrasies. So for Scottsdale, for example, there's one zip code where trash recycling go out the same day. And that's awesome. But that's one zip code. Every other zip code, trash and recycling go out separate days. So now you're there the day before. Oh, yeah. Day. That's four times a week. That's 16 times a month. So yeah. now that's, if you're really renting out your Airbnb or short-term rental, sorry, short-term rental throughout the whole <laughs> month, through the whole month, you're going to have someone go there 16 times. Yeah. It's, that's really hard to manage. And now you have 10 yeah. properties. Now you're going to have someone mm-hmm. go there a hundred. So it's just drive around all day long. Yeah. That's yeah. what they do. So I'll yeah. call someone like, oh, I'm already getting taken care of. I already have it done. I'm like, oh, who's doing it for you? They're like, oh, my maintenance yeah. guy. Well, your wow. maintenance guy going around all town. Don't you think he's more valuable fixing certain things around your property? Or they, I bet he doesn't like doing that job. Or they're like, oh, right. my clients are doing it. Are they, you know, are you making they're, sure? They're not there every day. Yeah. Yeah. So they're not there yeah. every day. And they don't want to do it either. They're cleaning properties all day long. And then they're going to run back to a property to make sure the can's out. Sometimes they're like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's yeah. where we come in and we're like, we're really a, a solution. And so, for example, we have opportunities to go into New Hampshire and Maine, some new markets for us. And they're yeah. way different. They don't have real trash solutions. So what we're... Or, city is coming or it's a little rural area. So what we're doing right now is we're getting their portfolios and we're going to act as the city for them. And, to, and we're doing this in Orlando and some other markets where 
we're not just a trash to curb or can to curb. I'm a vacation rental trash solutions, a plural. So mm-hmm. whether I can't take your cans to the curb because it doesn't pertain to you, I'll come with the on-demand trash removal where we'll come every week on a scheduled time, take the trash, remove it for you, or we'll connect to different APIs with different PMS systems. We're partnering with a couple where we can get your departure dates and arrival dates. And we have algorithms that say if a departure and arrival are within 24 hours, 72 hours away from the trash coming, we'll automatically go and pick up your trash for you. And we're doing that with some specific clients, a little bit more of a beta testing, but it's working. And some people don't want to do that. So we have solutions for everyone. So some people will only want to pay $49 a month. That's it. That's all they have in their budget. And then there's some people like, you know what? I'll take care of every single turn I have. Just come and remove all the trash cans. I don't care about the cost. I just want to make sure that every single can is empty for the guests. And yeah. there's a lot more than bar 49, but they have a different solution for that property. So like I said, again, we're instruction takers. We really learn what they're already doing in their business. If we have a solution that we think that would help, then we provide it. They have a solution that works, then we just take that away from them and apply it. And then at the end of the day, they're not worrying about trash and recycling cans yeah. anymore. There's, it's awesome. You're kind of like a logistics company. I mean, you really, so have you written software or is there software to help you do this? Because again, to your point, like I was thinking just in my neighborhood, our trash comes twice a week, but mm-hmm. then I know my parents live a mile from me and theirs comes once a week and it's a different day. And so trying to make sure that, that like certain streets get at certain times and certain streets get at others, that's got to be a pretty daunting schedule, especially in an area like just in Scottsdale, but Orlando, I can't even imagine. But now we're like in Marcos Island and we're in yeah. Indian. Wow. So those areas have different regulations and different structures where we have to have the cans out at 6 p.m. and return at a certain time. So to your point, when we started this, there was nothing built for us. We are using off-the-shelf apps that they were just on the app store that for like courier companies. That was the closest mm-hmm. thing to us. I can't go down Uber app and use it. I can't download yeah. you know. So that's where when we got to a point where I'm like, I really want to scale this. I want to be like a big company. Like, how do I do that? I have to have my own technology. So that's where a lot of our money has gone into the first four or five years. It's gone into our own technology. So we are on the App Store and on Google Play from our own application that we built. So it's mm-hmm. Can't Runner by Cam Monkey on the App Store that we built. It's pretty cool that we really think about it is that it's pertained to us. So to your point exactly, like I like priority lists on there. So like I get a new property, I put it on a priority list. I want them to know that this is a new property. Make sure you have special eyes on it. We give them the extra time on that. There's no application out there that I could do that for. So yeah. then while we grow, what worked in Scottsdale is not going to work in Orlando. Sure, what yeah. worked in Scottsdale is not going to work in Sedona. So mm-hmm. while we grow and learn these different idiosyncrasies of the markets, we applied for applications. So that's what I'm saying. Now that we go to new, these new markets and see something, yeah, New Hampshire and Maine, that's new to me, but we're doing that in Orlando or we're doing that also in Austin Park City. I know how to do the on-demand. I know how to do the pickup. I know how the it works. I know how to now leverage our national brand. So when I talk to these local companies that we're partnering with, not that I'm in the business of losing money, but I'm looking at a large scale. I'm not looking at like I'm just Hampshire. I'm looking at like I'm in 15 states going on and I'm not looking at just from an independent, I'm local, but I'm not centralized Tempe, but I'm also local by using those people that are actually there. Yeah. Um, It sounds just like what we do. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why I really like, I really connect that because it's true. When people are like, what? I, I want to keep it local. I'm like, well, it is local. I'm, yeah. I'm it's like when I went to when I went to Park City, I was like, I don't even like snow. I'm like, I don't even know how someone's going to do this in the snow. And I'm like, they like live there, so <laughs> they know what to do. They yeah. know what to yeah. do. I'm, I had to get out of that mindset of, oh, they know that market. Yeah. They know exactly. And I'm that's that. Well, I'm not recreating the wheel. I'm just taking people who are in that area who already like to work in gig economies or gig jobs, or they like to use their car, had the flexibility of working a couple hours a day. 
Yeah. Plus, we're a little bit more persistent and consistent. We give them the same route, like a paper route, full route, where you know what your route is. And the more you do it, the more comfortable you get. And everyone likes, we're all creatures of habit. So yeah. you get into that habit of now doing it on your way home from work or doing it on like after we have someone does it, takes their kid to gymnastics for three hours and she does it when her kid's in gymnastics. She's perfect. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, when she's not sitting idle, right? No, yeah. and she gets like now paying for my kid's gymnastics. I'm like, yeah, that's wow. awesome. So I learned all So when at the beginning, people are like, who's going to do this for you? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and <then laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll tell you exactly who W2 employees, people who are stay at home moms, is a whole like college kids, college grads, people getting their masters. It's it's everyone. Sometimes people just like it because it's like therapeutic. They don't have to yeah. talk to anyone. They don't have to have anyone in their car. They're just going doing a route. They don't have to really think about it after the. And so it's been a really fun ride. And that's why now it's like I get even more excited because all the limitations I had before, I've right already covered covered them. I'm like, okay, there's no limitations now. Now it's just myself and seeing, and it's just time now. So now we're just taking our time, even though it looks like we're going fast. It's being very methodical <laughs> still. Yeah. It um, definitely seems like you've gotten amazing traction. I can say that. It's like all of a sudden yeah. like we see you everywhere and that's how the, the world of LinkedIn and social media work, but you're doing a great job with it. I think doing the marketing plus all of running the business is, it's gotta be a lot, but you're making it work. <laughs> It is, it, but at the same time, it's like it's nice for me to be a part of every single thing. Even though, yeah, I you know to. everything about the business, yeah, and yeah. it's nice, and, and and it's really it's hard in the aspect of I can't really find someone off the street that helped me learn this because I'm learning the business. So like now I'm at a point now where I understand what the marketing needs a little bit more than now I can give a better direction. Yeah, uh, to a marketing part before I was like, oh, just do whatever you want, and then I didn't <laughs> setting them up for failure because they're like, what are you guys junk removal? I'm like, no, we're not junk removal or can't occur. <laughs> yeah, like, what is that? I'm like, I know. So I don't know. So now I have a better understanding of my client audience or who to go after or what is working from doing it. Not that I want to do it. I appreciate the kind of words. I don't want to do it much longer. It's a lot. (laughs) So I I wanted to ask you about the marketing because I think one of the things I've absolutely enjoyed is one, I had no idea that there were so many videos that you could find on social that people had done on TikTok or Instagram about trash cans. Like I had no idea that there was just so many things out there and you use them in very clever ways. And so I'm sitting here, all these things running through my mind. Do you have big stickers that you could stick on the trash can? So when they're sitting out on the side of the road, they see can monkey when they drive by. Like you were talking about your New Hampshire. Are you going to have like can monkey trash trucks? There's so many things you could do with it. So like when you're just, when you're deciding, is it very much about what's the need in the market that you design your marketing around? Or are you just doing things again? I think your stuff is clever and it's engaging and it's a lot of fun to watch. And I just, I love them. I love to engage with all your posts, but what is it that, do you have a big plan or is it just something that sort of developed over time? So a little bit of both. Like There is a big plan, but at the same time, it's like, sometimes when the plan's working, I want to stay with it. And then sometimes I, so to answer your question, we do have stickers that have camlucky.com and there's a little, our logo. And we did it all on, the, on all the first probably 500 properties in Scottsdale, Phoenix. And then we got in trouble in Mesa. They said that's vandalism and that we're destroying their property, the trash cans. So we got scared. Oh, okay. But at the same time, it's still working in all the other areas. No one else told us to. So it's like, why do we stop that? We should keep going and doing it because it didn't work. People are still saying, I see your logo on the trash can. So we tried it and then we stopped, but we should keep doing it. Because I think that it's, we now I know, I'm not breaking the law. I know it's vandalism, sorry. But at the same time, <laughs> ask for forgiveness, not permission. That was Mesa. Yeah. Maine didn't tell me that. Another state didn't tell me that. And then we have a dump truck here in the Phoenix market because we were outsourcing everything to partnerships that we were building. And 
at the end of the day is I didn't know what the margins I was receiving or what I was giving or those good. Is that horrible? Am I getting ripped off? Is he, I didn't know. So I'm like, no, I want to figure this out. So at first I was very like delusionally optimistic, blindly. Hey, I'm going to do this. And this is what we're going to do. And my business partner is complete opposite. He definition mm-hmm. of entrepreneurs, the definition of entrepreneurship is jumping off a cliff and building the plane while you're falling. Exactly. That, mm-hmm. He is like the guy that's still on the cliff saying, what are you doing? And I'm like, we have a rope tied to each other. I'm like, you're coming with me. And yeah, I'm going to figure it out. Holding, you're, I'm dragging you down. Yeah, yeah so oh he's goodness. holding back as long as possible. But at the same time, I've already figured out the, here we go. And then I give it to him where it's sloppy, it's scrappy. But to your point earlier, it's going to work. And I, I just yeah. did it. So you make it look nicer and make it look actually. So that's what we do is our well owner, our partnership is I'm out here. I'm the creative, these, the post, the marketing. Like I actually do like it because like, I see something and my creativeness goes in and I'm like, oh, I could say this. And mm-hmm. it stems from conversations I have with clients from being in the business so much. So I yeah. hear the things or like, or I have all these stories, but I'll go home and tell my wife. And then she's like, oh, that's funny. I'm like, I think other people think that's funny. Or I think that's a good story. I should share <laughs> yeah. that. So many things I held internally. I'm like, I don't think anyone's going to care about that. And then the more I put myself out there, I was vulnerable and just putting it out there, even the good and bad, I got good feedback back. There's some people that, here locally that in Scottsdale, I don't know what I did, but they, every time I post something, they don't, there's some people that just hate me. I don't know why. Oh my <laughs> really? But for the most, yeah. But I don't, but at the same time, it's, it's, I'm, it is what it is. It's like one yeah. of those things like the people who, but it is what it is. Maybe because I'm talking bad about them saying like, why are you having your, why having your guests take the trash cans out? And they're actually having their guests take the trash cans out. So they get offended by my post. So maybe they yeah. don't like yeah. them rolling them out. Yeah, uh, true. Or, and, and I'm not being argumentative. I'm just making up. I ask questions from what I right. see. Yeah, saying that's right. not that would never happen. I'm like, but it does happen. But it does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. no, it does. You can't I'm, hide like, the facts. Yeah. I'm like, I think yeah. I would know. I have 4,000 plus properties on subscription and I see it all the time. I think people yeah. do do this. I think this does happen. And it's like, I don't even, and I've been told, I like, don't even get involved. Like, I want to get involved. Like, I want yeah. to ebb and flow of this. I'm very, it's very personal. It's my baby. But at the same time, like, I understand when there's flaws and I understand when make a, you know, mess ups and I'll be the first one to admit it and I'll make it right. But just yeah. to arbitrarily say some things about, I don't like that part, but th- there's a lot of good things about the marketing and, and being on social media and that I really do enjoy it. Yeah. The haters are always going to come for you. That's true. You just, you just, you stay silent. Yep. So. Um, and that's, I'm, I'm trying to learn that right now. So that's, yeah, and I, to... I think I feel like you're like the spirit animal of Alex and Annie because we are too yeah. delusionally optimistic. I like that so much better than saying <laughs> you're crazy. Yeah, so I, I think that's great. And you said you put it out there, and you just you when your heart of hearts, it's going to work. And maybe it doesn't, but you learn something from it, and you just make yeah. it better the next time. Yeah, delusionally optimistic, the, the do like a doer, and that's yeah. how I like. I'm a doer. Sometimes it doesn't work, but sometimes I pivot, and then I say, okay, yeah. let's work, and then I'll go this way because i at least initiated something yeah yeah there yeah you can't get uh, attached to the outcome because there's always going to be things you can do better and you're definitely going to learn from it and you talked about that before we hit play just a few minutes ago about how just putting yourself out there just just going for it that's so important and having faith that it's going to happen right telling the universe that they know and and just expecting it then but i think you're definitely an aspirational and, and an inspirational ceo for our industry to have I appreciate that. No, and it's like that saying where you have to burn the ship and just swim yeah. I, I had, I got forced to do it from the pandemic and like look at it right now, what I've done full time, I probably wouldn't have, it wasn't from this. So it's one of the worst things that could happen to you actually turns out to be one of the best things. And so yeah. that's where now I look back on it. And it's, I wouldn't be in this position talking to you guys right now if I didn't go full time. 
because right. I just wouldn't have cared as much, quite frankly. But when it's your only thing and you have to work, you'll make it work. What was your job before that you said, you, did you say you sold your business before so, you got it? No, so I worked for like Fortune 500 companies and title and escrow. So Fidelity National Title, okay. National Title Lennar, Big Home Builder. I worked for all those companies and really helping with the investor side of business and helping wow. bring in new revenue. And I did that for like from 22 to 32. So all my formative years of business, just working at the highest level of business. So I came yeah. from starting a business, but I thought you just had cash flow. I just thought you had billions of dollars. <laughs> and I yeah. never knew. So a lot of this is very new to me. And sometimes I have that imposter syndrome where, syndrome where I gave myself the position of CEO. So when I'm speaking to other companies that have raised a lot of money and they're yeah. like, Goes my mind. I'm like, I don't really know how I'm talking to you right now. It's like, <laughs> it's fun yeah. when like you have these good conversations. I'm really impressed with what you're doing. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, you are like, you know who yeah. I am. And yeah, they are. <laughs> That's and you I'm haven't raised any, you haven't raised any money. You said no. I got a loan wow. from a family member that kind of helped with the the application right now. Yeah, uh, but this is been bootstrap. It's yeah, nothing. We will. We had some meetings with venture capitalists and some good meetings and just. We were too young at the time. And then now I'm not saying big, but now it's, it's like, now it's like, they don't know who we are yet. It's kind yeah. of like, they don't know what to compare us to. Yeah. Um, I just I found out yesterday I'm a marketplace. I didn't know what I was. I, I used to say we're yeah. SaaS that handles your trash, but they're like, you're not a <laughs> company. And I was like, all right, yeah. what are we? Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's so, interesting. So I like we're, we're a marketplace. And that's why I said it earlier. I'm just trying to get used to it. But we're a marketplace where like Uber is and Airbnb yeah. is and Amazon is. We're connecting hosts and owners with yeah. the jewels that will do a task for them. So it's like a marketplace. So yeah, uh, that's cool to understand my identity. <laughs> this, this all happened by an accident. Like, we were the first cam to curb service provider in the country that actually made it a business. I'm sure there's other people who had done it's it. It's such a brilliant, like, no, yeah. I, I hate to say no brainer because it sounds like that, like anybody could have done it, but right, you had right. to have that. You had to have the ability and the thought to put behind it. But you mentioned that you do this for, and I had actually thought about because my father had had some surgery recently and my mom's not able to do a lot of things. I was like, oh, that might be good for them. But you mentioned that you do some seniors. Do you have you thought about like partnering with like Margaritaville for their retirement communities or gosh, breaking into the, the villages down in central Florida? You're talking 60, 70,000 homes right. just down there. But these retirement communities are popping up everywhere. And they're like the absolutely the to me, like that would be just a great, a great market for you to be in. Thousand percent. I mean, just very minimally got in with visiting angels, which is oh, like, okay, yeah, yeah. oh wow, here, yeah. and you're helping them. It's just a little bit different than when you're working with a vacation rental that's giving you sure. consistent, so, yeah. And so I'm not. You're a million percent right, and, and there's a whole market that I'm not going after. So once again, if I'm looking at it from like a bootstrap position, of what's the lowest hanging fruit that I can build? It's a short term. Yeah. But sure. to your point, wow. I'm talking to investors now. It's hey, look. To your points, can you go after homeowners? Yeah. Can you go after yeah. elderly? Yeah. Can yeah. you go after <laughs> hey? Yeah. Why aren't you? Because it's me. <laughs> I have one yeah. person. Well, Alex, you don't need to sleep. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I, I have more time. So I'll, I'll wake up an hour early. I just wake up an hour early, you know, every day. You get like an extra four. Wow. There we go. I'll, I'll just do my extra 48 days now. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if I can uh, handle 48 more days of work every year. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I think there's a solid, that's a valid point. And you're right. It's yeah. just, I spent the time and the marketing dollars of going after that. And I'm sure if I did, you're right, I'd get a huge contract. Yeah. Yeah, you slam dunk. So like what we're doing right now is we're getting a lot more like adult children like yourself who has a parent that are like, oh my gosh, I don't want them doing this during when it was snowing in yeah. like Park City. We got a couple 
people doing some parents in Park City that live on hills and snowy. Now we get in Arizona right now. So it's weird. We've been here for five years. It's never happened. But now all of a sudden it's like now it's I don't know if people now know hand monkey and they know what we do now. And now it's just happening. But now it's like the universe now is just saying, here it is. And we're getting Put it a out lot, there. And it's a lot more than it's been before where people are just saying, hey, I have a parent and can you take care of it for them? Like, sure. So yeah, Minnesota and Orlando. I've got it like everywhere, which is really cool. So I now love that outside of it too. So now I got to make a marketing yeah. piece for that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it almost seems like there's unlimited potential because again, it's one of those things Everyone where it's like, trash. everybody has trash. Yeah. There's That's, no people, yeah. even the people that, what is it? What is it? They compost their stuff. Yeah. They still have trash. I yeah. mean, it's still stuff that has to happen. It's so. over. It's overwhelming when I really look at like, really yeah. and that's why I just stay in that short term mental niche right mm-hmm. now. It's easier just to, okay, I can grab, and even that is huge, but yeah. even that kind of grasp the understanding the layouts. And then once they get to a certain point, okay, let's go after the villages. Let's go after these, these departments. Yeah. Um, but it's, it, we really, and this is what happens. You're right. It's not, trash is not sexy, but now you hear about it and now you start thinking, all, oh my God, that's interesting. That's, yeah. And that's what happens. It starts like dripping and you're like, yeah. Just keeps hitting you with all, and then you're it's gonna drive. It's an earwig now. I've got I've yes. got cam monkey in my ear. I can't. Yes, and now you're gonna drive home, <laughs> and you're gonna see all these trash cans out. You're like, oh, they need cam monkey. I was <laughs> thinking my son is going back to um, nursing school in September, and so I was thinking like he needs a part time gig. He could go around, and, and he likes to work in a scenario where he doesn't have to deal with people. Like this would be the perfect thing. He put his yes. earbuds in and walk around and put trash cans out. So. That's, that's it, and they get paid yeah. three days a week, and so yeah. it, it's convenient for them. And like I said, it's consistent, persistent, persistent. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, they get a paycheck. Um, oh, wow. and it just, it's just enough to keep them going. Cause there's saying like, this is extra money for that. They're only working like an hour, two, three yeah. hours. We're starting out at $20 an hour. It's a, <laughs> I'm telling you, it is a workout here. Yeah. There's cans back and forth. And, but it's been a really fun, fun ride so far. And the cool thing where I like being the bootstrap mindset is it, or worry not the mindset. Cause we had to do it is that if I had capital, I would just be throwing problem or money at all the problems. Right. And we don't have money to throw at problems. You have to come up with actual solutions. So we're for innovative. Us, and so we yeah. came up with solutions and we were profitable until we started raising, now we're building an application. So to show that we are profitable and that we can scale and that we are sustainable is such a good feeling because there's a lot of people who are like, we can be profitable if we get to this number and we mm-hmm. lost a bunch of money. And it's, yeah, but you're still hoping. We're now showing that we can be at this rate. So now that's why we're just building the routes that we build them because we know if we build the route at this rate, this is what you'll get from it. So it's, it's really neat to see that in the Scottsdale market where we have a lot of properties and a lot of routes and you can see how dense they are. And it's like, okay, if we get the routes yeah. even more dense, we can get this yeah. kind of profit. And it's the same thing. You just take that same thought process and you put it in another market. It's just routes. Yeah. yeah. So do you, do you have a stat on how many cans a week you move? Yeah. The last month it was 42,000 stops in May and we're doing about anywhere from 15 to 2000 stops a day. Mm. Oh my gosh. So how many yeah. actual people do you have on there? Your can runners, workers, yeah. can runners. Yeah. We have about, uh, we have over a hundred routes a day. So a hundred routes doing like a thousand stops. So with a hundred routes, probably have a, we have a, over 525 active can runners at all time with over 3000 in our, like our network. Network. Yeah. And once we get the can runner and they're consistent, like sometimes they don't come off a route because they get the, oh. they get first dibs. And so we have a whole algorithm in place now that if someone drops off or the time, it's all getting tech, our technology is now taking advance or taking over now. Oh, cool. A year ago it was all like it's Excel so sheets and yeah. like, it was, oh my gosh. And then now it's click and it's like getting really, 
I make a joke that we were in the Flintstones era and now yeah. we're getting Jetsons era. Jetsons, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now it's what was really difficult is now getting a lot easier. <laughs> Please really tell are. me you're I mean, using the barrel of monkeys in your marketing, like to go get people. That's you need to give people yeah. the little bit game of barrel of monkeys. Yeah, yeah. that's a good idea. No, we don't. <laughs> I just I was picturing all these people. That's a lot of people to have to manage around, that's especially in all these markets. It is. And then it's it's not funny, but it's funny because like in the markets that we're newer in, it's almost easier because we only have one or two can runners you really have to manage. Like in the Phoenix market, we have a hundred routes a day just in the Phoenix market. That that's a lot of movement. But it's also easier because if one person falls off, you already have routes in the area. Back up. And sure. and then that's how you get maybe give them a bonus because now they're taking that extra route on. But it's just it gets easier. It was a lot harder when we had a hundred properties than it is now. I had, and I think it, I don't, I'm not saying it's going to keep getting easier, but it's just we get the systems and processes and it, you just you fine tune it a little bit here and there. But it's not it's, you're not re- recreating the wheel. It's already made. So once you just and then, you get, like I said, you go to some markets a little bit different, like Marco's Island and a little bit different time structures. You have to do it a little bit different, but we incentivize the can runners differently now. Now we found a little happy hour time that if they do it in this time frame. They get a little bit more money. So now we're training them that, like, yeah, it's an independent contractor. You don't you can do whatever you want, but. If you do it in this time frame, you can make an extra dollar per stop or 50 cents per stop or whatever it is. And now we're trying that out and it's really working. So now it's, oh, let's try this in yeah. Phoenix. Let's yeah. see if we can start if, this time. And then maybe we just try new things while we go out. But we have, I have a full-time recruiter who's talking to all the can runners. I have a person that works for him that also talks to them. I have another person that helps talk. So I have three people managing all those can runners. And it's just really in a large marketplace of just can. It just, it, it's easy once you get them set. It's like you set it, they schedule it. Like you almost look like a, a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, this is my schedule for Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. This is what I want. Okay. Right. They accept it. And then that's what it is. And if they fall off, we get alerted yeah. we right away. And the rest is history. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. What is next on the horizon, Alex? What's the future of Can Monkey and where do you want to go in the next six months of this year? I want to finish the year continuing the growth that we have right now. If I'm saying I don't really have a clear roadmap, I, I don't. It's like <laughs> at the same time, I, I want to grow. This is my 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 year. I want to just keep growing. Next year, I think we'll look at it a little bit more fine tune and kind of see, okay, where are our 10 markets that we just want to really find dive deeper in? But I don't want to say no to a lot of anything. I'm really like, I'm saying, I'm, I'm looking at things and, and providing solutions without saying no, but if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And then now I'm still trying to figure out the business model, not business model, but the growth plan of it. Mm-hmm. But finishing this year, we're already at, and I just watched a video from March where it said that we are in nine states and now we're in 17. So it's like, just from two months ago. So I don't, I can't tell you like, cause I would have told you earlier this year, I just want to be at 15 properties and I would already have shot. So I got to take what uh, Andy said earlier and give us like a year plan and give us like a, a halfway mark because I oh already would have shot us, ourselves like short. So yeah. yeah. Very long winded answer. I don't Reach for the brass ring. Just yeah. put out that giant, <laughs> put that giant goal out there and you'll blow That's right it. past it. I mean, yeah. I, I don't want to, I don't want to put any roadblocks on us. If I can get in a new market and I can do it, then I want to do it. And I want to try it yeah. out. And if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. At least we tried. Are and you trying to do it more regionally though? Or it sounds like if you're doing New Hampshire, Florida, Arizona, you're spread out, but. but I'm getting called with like a hundred properties in New Hampshire. So it's like hard to say no yeah. about that. So it's mm-hmm. like, how do I say no to a hundred properties? If I got called for a hundred yeah. in New Hampshire, Gonna say no all day long. Yeah, and that was a property manager that did that. That reached out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That said, I actually have another client, or I have a competitor that would need your services too. So he just brought me someone. Oh, nice. So where else can you get 
to a new market with someone giving you a hundred properties and someone else that has problems. So it's, that's what, that's just shows how much of a solution that people are looking for. And now they're like, and he even said in his email, we can't do it. If you can help us, it'd be better than what we're doing right now. Yeah. And then, and then recognize the benefit of having everybody be consistent with the service too, because oh, yeah. if they've got a house, rental house next to them that's being rented by their competitor and it, the trash yes. isn't, it it muddies up the water for everybody. And yeah. yes, a million percent. And, and what's good also for us, the more properties, it's easier to route and schedule. So yeah. it's also, and then that competitor is not going to give the properties to the other guy to put on his route. So we're more like, and this goes back to my title in escrow days, I'm like a third party ancillary company where people are giving me the properties. But we keep the data. We don't share. And then we just get all the properties routed together. We don't know who's who we do, but we just put them all together. And if you're right, if there's a competitor and a competitor right next to each other to us, it's just a property. And mm-hmm. we're just routing it. We're getting it together. And then we'll go after the other people that have maybe one or two properties in that area because now we're marketing to them. And then we'll add on from those. But back to your question, Alice, if anything, I'd look at, I'd like to look at the 10 properties that, or 10 states that we're in or 10 best states. And also just really dive into those and get those all to where Arizona is. So if Arizona has 2,500 properties, I'd like to get nine other states at 2,500 properties. Now I have 25,000 properties. And then, yeah. so this, so part of me is like, that's what I'm going to figure out this year. Am I going to keep going to all these different states or am I going to cut back and just focus on the markets that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's going to be super exciting to track your growth over the next six yeah. months and beyond. <laughs> and as I've all roads lead to Scottsdale lately for me, I feel like I'm everyone I meet now in the business that I work for Costco is based in Scottsdale. So hopefully I get to see you out there sometime. Absolutely. Yeah, they yeah. come see your headquarters. It's right there yeah. on Pull Avenue. So you'll like yeah. it. Yeah. So it's still coming together. But yeah, uh, yeah but we hope that anyone that comes to the Phoenix market will stop by and say hi to Cam Monkey and yeah. um, check us so out. Congratulations but, on all yeah. your success. It's been fun to, it's been fun to watch it and sure. it's been fun to get to know you. And I just, my brain is spinning because I just see so much potential for you. So I think like by the time we see you at Burma in Orlando, I imagine you're going to be closer to that 25,000 mark than you thought you could ever be. You're right. I I, I, I know. Hope it's not a strategy. So we're going to keep, uh, <laughs> we're going to keep working on that. And no, I, I really appreciate it. I thought I was going to be on this podcast with you guys. So I'm glad it happened. So I oh. <laughs> Absolutely. And always a pleasure talking to you guys and looking forward to see you guys if it's Orlando next or maybe somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely see you guys. We will definitely be there and look forward to seeing. Are you going to be set up with a booth there as well? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. This was our first year that we did, like, we did a bronze sponsorship with like VRMA. It's like this was like our coming out year. Nice. Yeah. Last year we did the Vegas. That was our first conference. And this was like our year of really traveling, going to these different conferences, seeing what works, seeing which ones we wanted. This is really, we're still new. A lot of people think that we've been around for a long time. It's like, yeah. It's been really exciting to see that we're still trying to test the waters out and see what's going on. So it's been a really blessed year and I'm, I'm way past my expectations. And, and I'm glad that yeah, we're not even halfway through. So keep it up. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody wants to get in touch with you, Alex, what's the best way for them to reach out? Alex at cammonkey.com is my email. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram, Facebook. You reach out to me one way or another and I'll get back to you. Awesome. And if anybody wants to contact Annie and I, you can go to alexandannypodcast.com. And until next time, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Mm-hmm.